Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right. That's it. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. Ain't no sugar in my tank. Sugar-free talk radio. <laughs> uh, you know, after you've heard it 537 times, you, you got to tweak it a little bit. That is my intro. I am Clay Edwards. This is, of course, The Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 FM WYAB. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And, of course, on the TuneIn app and Alexa, just search W-Y-A-B. If you miss any of this show, you want to go back and catch it, you want to share something with a friend, a family member, or a fellow anger addict, the podcast is always available. I clip it up into multiple segments. I put the whole thing up, put a lot of effort into the podcast because you guys go back and you listen to it. We're about to hit a half million all-time downloads. That is phenomenal for a show that is live on the radio in the mornings, and then you go back and listen to it. So kudos to you guys. Thank you for consuming this content and waking up to all the chaos in the world going on out there, nationally, locally, and globally. So I appreciate y'all enjoying my incendiary sense of humor. <clears throat> That's what a lot of it is, man. You got to kind of smile through the pain, as they say. But the podcast is available. Just search wherever you download podcasts or stream music, for that matter. Search Clay Edwards Show, and it should pop up. If not, let me know. It's also available on YouTube when I'm not in YouTube jail. And it is on Rumble. Just search Save Jackson, Save JXN, or Clay Edwards Show. On YouTube and Rumble, I wasn't thinking ahead of time on those. They're still at Save JXN, and you can't change it. I guess I could start a new one. But I got so much content loaded, and my YouTube channel is actually monetized. I don't make no money on it, $40, $50 a month. But, hey, that's a tank of gas. Well, that's a quarter tank of gas under a Joe Biden administration. All right, if you want to follow the show, man, we're going to be very active in the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. We're at 450 members. Let's get that thing up to 500 by the end of the show today. Let's grow this thing, man. we got a great community going on there. A lot of good conversation, a lot of great memes. We a lot of good memes in there. I'll be honest, I can't believe Facebook has allowed some of the stuff they've already allowed. And again, just great conversation with like-minded individuals. We even have a couple Democrats in there uh, on their best behavior. But, you know, everybody's all nice in the beginning. You know the gloves are going to come off at some point. But look, everybody's welcome. We're inclusive. But we ain't handling handling you with kid gloves. You come in there, 
Foughten, you may end up foeing. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, you don't listen to this show enough. But you can follow me on social media too. Just go at Clay Edwards on Facebook and at SaveJXN on Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere else. I'll just be honest, I don't use Truth Social. I don't use any of those anymore. I don't like echo chambers. Uh, you know, I don't want to just be screaming to people that agree with me everything I say. I don't, all these ridiculous Trump train follow things. It's just a bunch of spam on those on those social networks. Uh, I don't have to follow those to see what Trump says. Uh, he posts that stuff everywhere. All right, look, let's jump into some fun stuff here. We We haven't been doing a whole lot of local stuff here lately. Because frankly, there's a battle out there nationally. Uh, I said it before Joe Biden said it. It's in my intro. I have it on record. It's a battle for the soul of America. But we're going to take a break from the battle for the soul of America, the battle for our children. And we're going to talk about Jesse's car being towed or stolen from laid back Burger Shack in, in, in Florence, Mississippi. I I love if I've got I, I've got a, a a kink, I guess you could call it, and it's small town Mississippi Facebook group drama. I can just get sucked right into it for hours at a time, and last night I did. This is all coming courtesy of Real Talk, Florence, Mississippi, with twelve thousand members. I can't help myself. So I'm going to not mention people's last names, you know, because there's accusations somewhat. But I gather that Jesse was the manager of Laidback Burger Shack. We're going to read this on here because I think it's interesting. She goes, okay, this is a post. This is from her personal page that she shared into the group. And, you know, look, once you share it into the group especially, I mean, this is definitely public content. So we're going to talk about it. And we're going to ask you guys for your help trying to find the mystery of who took Jesse's car. If you have any answers to that, the Guns of Gear text line is 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. Text the show. Heck, if you really know, call the show. 601-879-0002. 601-879-0002. Okay. Here's Jesse's post from 16 hours ago. He goes, okay, I've done what I could do before taking it to Facebook. That means it's serious. But apparently this is what I have to do. I worked at Laidback Burger Shack, and I was living in the apartment behind the Burger Shack. Wes and I quit last Monday after a month of not being able to, after a month of not being paid simply due to not making enough money to keep up with the food cost bills, as well as a paycheck, owning a business is tough, ain't no doubt about it, especially a restaurant, so I do feel really bad for him there. But I want you all to have a full context of this post. I decided to go ahead and move out of the apartment because the apartment bathroom is what the employees have to use, as well as the Burger Shack office being in there, and I didn't want to deal with that since I was quitting. I loaded all my stuff up to move out on Tuesday after my lunch. My truck wouldn't crank, so we went ahead and took the stuff I had in Wes's car to unload it so I could call and ask my cousin if he could come pick up my truck on his trailer. We went back over there, literally, two to three hours later, after getting all of my stuff up unloaded and dealing with and dealing with the 
and deal with the sorry y'all I can't read in public we went back over there literally two to three hours later after getting all my stuff unloaded and deal with the and my truck had been towed all right a little little typo there on her end and also her truck had been towed when she got back two or three hours later Paul is the owner he says he didn't have it towed the only other person that works there is Will he had no authority to tow my vehicle according to Florence PD also, it was towed from the place I was living. I'm assuming they've both blocked me because I've texted and called, and my calls go straight to voicemail. I've called every tow company I can think of locally. Surely, someone knows how to find my vehicle. And also, Will is new management over there, so just so you know who you're doing business with. I wouldn't have posted anything on Facebook if someone would just tell me where my vehicle is. Well... Let's go back to a post from 10 hours ago from Anonymous Poster. It tags Will. It says, Will, tell Jesse where her vehicles are. And I thought we would jump into the comments here in live time. For all I know, maybe they have found the vehicles. Again, I like reading these things in live time to see, uh, <laughs> for, to give you all my true reaction. All right. A lot of eating popcorn emojis. Tony says she's definitely following this. Memory says, wait, it's more than one vehicle? Dave says, redneck alert. Michelle, I'm here for it. Austin says, here you go. Angie says, following, with a couple smiley face emojis. Richard says, this going to be good, baby, with a good meme of a big guy. Uh, Tiffany says, Austin, here it is. Alana says, I'm just getting out of I'm just I'm just putting this out there. My daughter's car was stolen from my residence a little over a week ago, so there have been actual car thieves in the area. And Bridget replies to Alana and says, I believe she said it in an earlier post that it wasn't running, so she was having a cousin come with a car hauler to move it. That's right. Good investigative skills there. The car was not running. They were gonna have to get it towed one way or another. Uh, Ashley puts the little dot to let everybody know she's following so she can get comment note, uh, updates. I wish people knew you could just go to the top right corner and hit the little three dots and say, follow this post. They don't have to actually comment to do so. Ah, Thank you, Brooke, for telling Ashley. You can click the three dots in the top right of the post and hit on turn on notifications. You don't have to put the dot anymore. She's, Ashley says, thank you, Brooke. Always wanted to know what's happening, but don't want to comment anything. These are the, they like to sip on tea without, without anybody knowing they sipping on tea. <laughs> More popcorn emojis. Popcorn emojis. I'm just going to scroll through here. We're going to see if we can find Jesse's car. Or... Heather says it's going to be a hot, it's going to be hot in a second. Uh, somebody's calling in for CSI Florence. Let's see here. Megan says, this is the only reason I I have Facebook. Talking about the drama. No, they're calling for a boycott of laid-back Burger Shack until the vehicle is returned. Angie says, time to go get invested in this. Y'all, I know this has got to be great radio on a a, uh, Tuesday morning. Austin says, a bunch of tomfoolery this is. I've yet to to see where said vehicles are. I'm disappointed in this hostage situation. Anytime you get a tomfoolery 
dropped in a in a in a real talk group, you know it's getting serious. Uh, Nathan, shout out to Nathan Rushing. Nathan says following with big eye emojis, and uh, Katie says, "Christy, like this, so I can come back and be nosy when there's more comments <laughs> in the morning." All right, let's scroll on through. I- I'm gonna quit killing y'all with all their uh, with all their comments here. Uh, one guy says, my question is, how you how you going to not pay them for a month and have their vehicle towed? That's stiff right there. But, hey, I try not to get into that. I always assume there's two sides to every story. I'm going to let their, let their pay stuff stay between them. Uh, let's see here. Anthony says, wait, there's stolen vehicles in Florence, Mississippi, and the police aren't involved? Never mind. They sent down to Simpson County Line 49 looking for drugs. Uh, all right, here's Jesse. Says, uh, Je- okay, Bradley asked Jesse, did this guy take your apartment? Jesse says, and Jesse's our main character in this story, says the apartment is part of the Burger Shack, basically. I left when I quit. I moved all of my stuff out and went back to get my truck, and it wasn't there because it wasn't there because the business beside it said they seen it get towed. The only person there was him. Paul said he didn't know anything about it, and it's never there. Bradley says, that's crazy. Probably a good thing you got away from there. Sounds like it's a bad atmosphere around there. Is that why the other place went out of business? Jesse says, I mean, uh, Heather tells Jesse, you can report it stolen. You don't know if you don't know where it was towed to. So let's scroll on down here. Let's, as we get to the bottom, let's see if we have discovered the case of the missing vehicle. Michael Jackson popcorn eating emojis. Right, here's something that may be uh that may be of note. One of our listeners, Sarah, actually, says, I'm appalled at this. This is the worst treated working for I'm appalled at this. This is worse than I was treated working at the for the subway in Walmart. Not even gonna get started on that. She goes, and I thought that was bad. But goes around, comes around. I promise. God don't like ugly. Amen, Sarah. Shout out to you. I hope you're listening this morning. Let's see here. I came in here, told him I was about to talk about this on the radio. And uh the last the last comment was, "Wow. I didn't know anything about laid back. I don't eat there because I don't like the food, but I know people who who do. This is just crazy." Now, I have always heard that Laid Back Burger Shack had a really good burger. All right, we got a bunch of texts on the Guns and Gear text line. We are going to take a break. And we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Well, I should get some serious stuff started. I was hoping we could help solve the case of the missing laid-back Burger Shack car. But apparently, we're uh, no luck as of right now. We'll, uh, I'm talking, it's like an episode of Scooby-Doo around here. We'll be right back. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. 
Now, look, be patient with Rodney. The best always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what I do around here. I just spent the first 20 minutes of the show reading Facebook comments. Breaking rules when necessary. This segment is going to be brought to you by how about our friends out at the Gathering Restaurant out there at the town of Livingston. It is Tuesday. They are open for lunch, my friends. Today's special is hamburger steak. When you get two sides, I, 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 I recommend the mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. You can't go wrong. But uh, everything else looks good too. But if I'm a, if I'm gonna eat a plate lunch, I'm eating carbs. There ain't no way around it. Hey, you also got to try their fried chicken. I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. If if it ain't too hot for you, if you get to work back inside in the air conditioning, try the fried chicken. Uh, the plain or the Nashville hot is great. Also, they have uh, their midweek special is available today through Thursday, 4:30 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you want to pick up dinner on the way home. Two people can eat for 30 bucks. That's right. You get your choice of one appetizer and two entrees. The appetizers include deviled eggs, wings, bone-in or boneless, Korean or buffalo, pimento gratin, spinach dip, or spinach dip. Then you get your entrees. This is where the, this is where the rubber hits the road right here, guys. You can get the Dumbo's chicken sandwich. It's huge. All that back and forth between Popeye's and Chick-fil-A, game over. The Dumbo's chicken sandwich is the winner. Uh, Mike Tyson, 1990-style knockout. You get the Highway 22 burger, some Balinese, chicken parmesan, chicken panay, the Livingston Market salad, the summer salad, and a classic southern Cobb salad to choose from. Available 4.30 to 9 p.m. daily. And don't forget, man, they, they have party space or event space available if you want to get married or have an engagement party or a rehearsal dinner or anything like that out there. Reunions, you can do that. And they also do catering. So get with the folks over at the Gathering Restaurant in Madison County, located right there at the corner of 463 and Highway 22. So good folks over there, man. I Again, I, I walk it like I talk it. I went out there and I ate myself the other day. And uh, I ate every single bite of my food. All right, guys, be sure to get over there and join our Facebook group. Clay Edwards show. I may be going live in the Facebook group here in the second hour at some point before we get out of here today. So if you want to take part in the first live stream ever in there, uh, go join. Just search Clay Edwards show and we'll get you approved and get you in there. All right. So let's do some real stuff here. All right. Y'all, I love this. I absolutely love this more than more than anything else we've done here lately. You know, I think I was the first person around here talking about the Muslims have had enough of the LGBTQ nonsense. They got their kids dancing on the rainbow flag. They're protesting. It is it's so, it's so tasty. It's juicy. I love it. It's like the oppression, of, the, 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 the scales of oppression are tilting. It's like uh, liberals don't know which way to go. Uh if I if I hate on the, the Muslims, I'm an Islamophobe. Uh, if I don't lean with the with the gays, I'm a homophobe, transphobe, gayophobe. Which way do I go? Which way do I go? 
All right. Muslims. This is from The Independent. Muslims openly against LGBTQ month. Liberals scared to retaliate as they will be seen as Islamophobic. Oh, guys. I mean, ah, stories like this. This incident is where even the woke have outwoke themselves. It appears that Muslims are vehemently against the LGBTQ community. What what would give y'all that idea? What would give y'all that idea? Is it the fact that they throw them off rooftops in their native lands? That they decapitate them over there? What would give y'all the thought that they were going to be open and inclusive over here? Anyway, it says... uh. Muslims are vehemently against the LGBTQ community, especially with its forcing its way through to the school children, to the school children. However, it seems that queers and liberals are scared to be seen in a further negative light if they go against this marginalized group. According to the post-millennial, Christian and Muslim communities in Calgary gathered at City Hall on Friday to voice their opposition to the gender ideology being taught in schools. Furthermore, They chant these powerful words, leave our kids alone, leave our kids alone. Following that, the protesters are aiming to protect their children from what they perceive as a threat to their values. A video on Twitter by Rebel News, this was in Canada, by the way, by Rebel News captures the moment featuring a man emphasizing that we need unity across religious lines. Another participant points across the street to a group of LGBTQ activists indicating a clear division of perspectives. Uh, Twitter users react to Christian and Muslims being against gender ideology. And this is uh, some photos from uh, Andy No. He's a grifter, but he does have good content. Says uh, another Muslim-led protest against LGBTQ plus ideology in Calgary, Canada, has left queer activists stunned and unsure how to respond. One queer group told its members to not counter-protest over fears it would be seen as Islamophobic. Oh my God, this is so rich. I this is the this is the beef I didn't know I needed. This is like Tupac and Biggie in the mid nineties. Put it in my veins. Alright. One Twitter says, Can somebody tell me which side is which in this one? Oh, I'm sorry. She says, can somebody tell me which side is the one with the white supremacist again? Is it the side with the white people wearing masks screaming about they need to sexualize children? Or is it the truly divisive side that's advocating for freedom and safeguarding for kids? Look, man, I'm telling you all, the rainbow supremacy. That's your trans-tifa, trans-tifa, LGBTQ people drinking their transheiser bush. The Twitter users are defending the Christians and Muslims in this particular point. Following that, they are stating that, ironically, brown minorities are the white supremacists in this standpoint. However, the user adds that white people in masks forcing kids to learn their sexual orientation are the real white supremacists. Look now, they don't, don't, they don't speak for all white people. I, don't, I ain't co-signing on these liberal nutjobs protesting because they want to sexualize children. That is called rainbow supremacy. That is not white supremacy. We do not claim those. We can have a racial draft. You can have them. We'll take somebody else. We'll take somebody y'all don't want. We'll take Clarence Thomas. 
Let's see here. We'll, we'll take the conservative twins, the Hodge brothers. Uh, all right, so here's a couple more little Twitter things I think are kind of funny. Corey on Twitter says, just wait until more and more Muslims come out against this in large numbers. What will the left do then? Uh, Glenn replies, well, if they start cursing Muhammad the way they curse Jesus, it's, it'll get really interesting really quick. Uh, furthermore, others are questioning what will happen when more minority groups join against the LGBTQ community infiltrating schools. Conservatives are stating that the woke left will begin to mock the prophet Muhammad a significant profit for the Muslims. They add that the liberals are already doing the same thing to Jesus Christ. However, they state that this will definitely be an interesting battle. Yeah, don't forget that the last guy that mocked Muhammad and put him in a comic book, he ain't with us no more. Andrew Tate makes a great point about that too. He's like, not that I, not that I encourage killing anybody. He's like, but you know, why would you mock somebody's religion? Why would you mock the, 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 the spiritual leader of millions and millions and millions of people Th- that just comes from a place of hate. You know, I got to thinking about that, whether, whether it's Allah, whether it's Jesus or whoever, there really is no point in doing that, whether that's your God or not. Just food for thought. Right, I'm going to close it out on this. Back to a couple of Twitter comments. These are great. These are great. Uh, Cap'n Conservative says, the left, look at those Muslims. Look... Okay, I got it. The left. Look, those Muslims are being transphobic. Also the left. No, those trans people are being Islamophobic. Antifa. So just flip a coin and tell us who to beat up. (laughs) Then this other guy chimes in and says, nah, more like who to get beaten up by. I like it. I like it. I hope I made all that make a little sense for y'all. It's coming together. People are... Sanity is winning the day. Sanity is crossing political lines. Sanity is, should I say not crossing, sanity is blurring the line between religions, between political parties. It's creating a gray space for people who are just tired of the insanity. I love it. I love it. It should have happened a long time ago, but sometimes you've got the pendulum has to swing so far. Before, it's, before it pops back. And it's popping back. It's popping back. I'm stoked about it. We're going to talk more about it on the other side of this break. I would love to get y'all's opinion. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. And I got some ideas about why this trans stuff has become such a big needle mover Lately, and it's not just because they want our children. Something uh, me and Sean were talking about yesterday off uh, off air or in our cell phones. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends. Why don't we keep it in Florence this morning? <laughs> talking about Florence Real Talk Group. Our good friends Justin and his team down at A1 Gear and Auto. Whether it's a check engine light or your vehicle is having to be towed off the side of the road for something. Get it over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get you taken care of. Look, you know by now that AC is working good or not. (laughs) I bet some of y'all slept in your cars over the last few days with this whole energy debacle. So if your air ain't working good, get over there. Let them get that taken care of for you. 
uh, you, you probably got a leak, and let them see if they can find the leak and fix it. Because Freon don't just run out. Yeah, maybe that's all it is. Luckily, hopefully, you don't need a compressor. Anyway, um, look. But what they really specialize in is your ring and pinions, your gears and whatnot, and your rear ends and your front transfer cases, all that good stuff. They can get you rolling, get you taken care of. Or if you got a front wheel drive car, same difference. Um, that's A one gear and auto. I say it all the time. You done gone and got you one of these new Jeeps or big trucks, done jacked it up. You lost a lot of power, didn't you? You said, man, I put these big wheels and tires on here and it won't get out of its own way. Well, that's because you ain't got the right ring and pinion in there anymore. There's the factory ring and pinion ain't, ain't built for those 24-inch wheels and 40-inch tires and all that stuff. Get over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get it checked out for you. Get you back to where you can get on down the road, son. Walk it through them mud holes. A1 Gear and Auto, located right there in Florence, Mississippi, right on Highway 49. As soon as you come out of Richland, it's on your right heading south. Big white building, big red sign, A1 Gear and Auto. Justin and his team are on it, boy. I'll tell you what, fast and right. You can't ask for much more. They're the Chick-fil-A drive through I know we boycotting Chick-fil-A right now, but nonetheless, they're still the standard bearer for good service. They're the Chick-fil-A drive through of automotive repair shops around here. They get it right and in a timely manner. All right. Remember, we got to take our victories when we can get them. we got to... You know, sometimes the culture war creates strange bedfellows. But, but, but you know, you know, you know, you can trust yourself in the bed with one of these Muslim guys. They ain't going to try no hanky panky like the left will. So you're safe. If that, if the Muslims are your bedfellow, you are safe. I can mark that in stone. Um, you just never know. Be careful who you hate today, you may wake up with tomorrow. Man, the older I get, the more I appreciate that. The older I get, the more I appreciate that. You just never know, do you? Never know. Uh, John just texted in on the Guns and Gear text line. said, after 9-11 spent years, them telling us to accept Muslims, they were not all that bad. Now they're getting, Now they're getting what they asked for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the liberals are the ones that told us to accept Muslims. And I'll be... Uh, I'll be honest here. I mean, let's let's real talk. Hashtag. Uh, I was brainwashed, and for, and for good reason, as most of us were. All the terrorist attacks were Muslims. You know, nine eleven, those are Muslims. You know, now there are, I saw something on Jimmy Dore's show yesterday that says those particular Muslims that flew the planes actually were part of the CIA. And uh, he's a pretty good, reliable source there. I'll send that link to anybody that wants to see it. That's pretty interesting. But nonetheless, they were Muslim. We went, we spent the better part of the 2000s, you know, with the last 20-something years at war with Muslims. Now, I'm not saying that they're my blood brothers at this point, but I'm saying they are my, if they're American citizens now, they are my, they are part of my battalion. They're in my foxhole against this LGBTQ nonsense in the culture war. So, you just, you never know. Who you may uh who you may end up having to be friends with in battle. Who you may have to go to war with, not against. So I find it rich. You know, Jerry called in during the break and said made two points about that you know, uh article that I read there from Canada. He said, you know, I like how he said they just said discourage disparaging things about both sides. 
You know, it was just a pretty equal, equally written, non-biased article. Like I said, it, it, it made both sides look kind of bad or good, however you want to look at it. He said, but one of the other things he noticed is that, sorry, I'm answering the, putting somebody on hold here. So one of the other things he noticed was that who the left fears used to be us because they were scared of getting their butts whooped. You know, a good butt whooping. Who, who somebody is scared of getting their butt whooped by is usually who they talk the least amount of crap to or about. They're more scared of the Muslims than they are of us, and that's a problem. That is a problem. Look here. Look here, soy boy. I eat protein. Ain't no sugar in my tank. Let's take a call. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. Um, need to understand a little bit more about Islam. They're they're not your friend. I mean, I'm not saying that the average one is not. I'm just saying that the religion itself. Oh no, I understand it, all that. I, I'm just making a point in this uh, in this LGBT against this LGBTQ stuff. Well, that's what I was going to make a point about. You ask any. Uh, you ask any returning soldier from the sandbox about homosexuality and Islam, uh, no, they, it is a mortal sin to commit homosexuality with another Muslim, but they can abuse an infidel, and it's completely within their rights. Uh, there was instances in, uh, in Afghanistan where some of the warlords would have little boys tied to their bed as sex slaves. And that's okay as long as they're an infidel. You can you can uh, you can do that to a uh, an infidel boy, but you can't do that to a Muslim boy. It's just like under Islam, it's completely totally legal to enslave an infidel, uh, but you can't enslave a another Muslim. And that's if you go back to the Islamic conquests. Um, one of the spoils of, of war was slaves, sex slaves, both boys and girls. Yeah, well, so, well to to, you know, to my point, to not I appreciate that, but to my point, not to not muddy the waters too much. There, anybody who wants to stand arm in arm and fight for their kids not being sexualized at public schools in in North America is my friend. Now that I do agree with. I mean, they uh, sometimes the they're, they're, they're uh, sick of. They're the enemy on the of my Christian enemy is too. my friend. Yeah. I mean, I get you on that. But, uh, you know, just understand that, you know, there's a little bit deeper pit to Islam. Sure. That, no, you no, know, I and, and I've done a lot of study in this when this when uh when Obama was in office and he was cuddling the the, the um Islam and, and I started to understand and dug a whole lot more because you know, you go back and you start talking history, uh a lot of people love to throw dirt on the um on the Crusades and so all those evil Christian crusaders, they were so horrible. Look what they did to Muslims. You know, but one of the one chapter that's never spoke of in history is the Islamic conquest and how within like two hundred years they, they went from Saudi Arabia all the way to North Africa and even into Spain and the horrific things that were were done against anybody that's not a Muslim. Basically it's it's a death cult. You know, and I know you'll probably get some Muslims that call, oh, no, 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 we're not like that. You know, but there's two points of Islam. There's the there's certain verses that say befriend the infidel, and there's certain verses that say make war against infidel. And that was the two stages of Islam. 
uh, and, and I don't want to go too deep, too deep because I know that's not where we're about. But uh, you know, just we need to understand <laughs> a little bit deeper that that they are not uh, they're anti-homosexual amongst their own. But uh, you know, there's it's a little bit deeper than that's uh, on, on the surface. I get it, brother. No, I appreciate it. That's a great point. I mean, you definitely bring some levity to it. But I got, I got my point being, uh, <clears throat> this culture war will create some strange bedfellows. And if we can be, I, I, my thing is this, and it's what I've been saying since day one. It's about the kids. If you want to be, if you want to be a pedophile, not a pedophile. I'm sorry. If you want to be a sexual deviant behind closed doors and in your personal life, by all means, be a sexual deviant. Leave the dang kids alone. If, if we yeah. get on, if we can get on the same page protecting these children, I can look past a lot of other stuff. I, and I get you on that, but what, you know, just to bring it to a broader picture, the whole homosexual push, the whole transgender push, it is, it's, it's a cultural Marxism. It's basically the weaponizing of home, of sexual behavior against Christians. That's really where it originates. The left does not necessarily quote love homosexuals. Well, any more than they love blacks or anybody else. It's a way to divide. It's that. It's like I've talked before. You know, when you're splitting wood in the wintertime for your fireplace, when you bring that, that first splitting mall down on that log, I don't know if you've ever done that, yes. you're looking for that first split. Very rarely do you split it on the first swing, but the first swing will get you a little crack in the wood. And that's what you aim for every time until that log splits. And that's exactly what they're doing in this culture war. Homosexuality is weaponized against Christianity. Christianity is the glue that holds a society together. But when, you know, pouring homosexuality is like pouring oil in a bucket of water. It separates the water and displaces it. And that's what this whole sexualization is all about. It's the breaking down of cultures. In South America... What they're doing, I don't know if you knew this, but they're intentionally, like the communist regimes of South South America, are behind the selling of drugs, you know, the shipping of drugs to America, to weaken America. So, you know, as a, as a body gets weakened, it's easier for the virus to enter. Yeah. All right, brother. You know, they profit off the drug sales, but they also weaken America. And right now, you know, they're, it's all take down, it's all about take down America through homosexuality through drugs through deviancy everything is let's destroy america so it can be replaced with this global social communistic system they're pushing all right brother i gotta take my break thank you great call this morning yeah thank you uh, we'll be right back on the clay edward show welcome back into the clay edward show we ain't got but about a minute left in this hour let's hit a couple guns and gear text real quick wade kind of off topic, but important nonetheless, says we're five days still without power. It may get it back Thursday. Marathon on Highway 18 tried to charge me $4 for a bag of ice. This sucks. That does suck, brother. Hey, Miss Charlotte, how about something good real quick? Miss Charlotte says, off topic, but I have to give my feedback on Stonington Farm. I tell everybody the best beef comes from local farmer, and Stonington Farm is right there at the top. We met them Thursday in Brandon, picked up our order. We cooked the first pack of ground beef last night, and we was one hundred percent good. And we would one hundred percent give them a five star review. We will be back. Thanks for the recommendation, Clay. Absolutely, that that uh, 
All right, we're back live. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM WYAB here in central Mississippi. Look, let's go straight to our phone line here, man. We've got one of my good friends and yours, Mr. Brad Burleson, with U-List Realty and the Stonebridge Subdivision out there in Rankin County, out there in Brandon and the 39042. Brad, what's up, brother? Morning, guys. Man, I appreciate you having me on this morning. Just uh, out there getting after it again today. There's a lot of progress, lots of stuff happening in the neighborhood. Man, um, you're down to the beach, huh? Yeah, I slipped away. I left yesterday dodging tornadoes coming down south. It was always a fun time, but so far so good. It's going to be kind of hit or miss rainy trip, I believe. And maybe one day I'll get to take a vacation. But hey, neither here nor there. Uh, can't can't fight for the soul of America from the beach. Um, this is true. How are things going out there at Stonebridge, man? Man, it's awesome. So uh, we have painters starting uh, interior now. We got our granite on the way. So again, we've been kind of doing this countdown with you from the get go of when we get our first families in there. We're just weeks away. Our first closing schedule for the fifteenth of July. So we'll have our first group coming in, and then we got another group coming uh, first week of August. So it kind of phased them all in. But I'll tell you a cool story. I was actually working with a client over the weekend that they were out of town. We sold a house through text message, phone call, and email. They still haven't seen anything, but we were able to kind of get all the specs together, let them see all their selections, and they pulled the trigger just because they were afraid they were going to miss this specific floor plan. That, that's awesome. Is that one of those $275,000 ones? It was, and there's only uh, two of those left, I think, uh, one or two left in that price point. Everything else has kind of stair-stepped its way up. But I was also shocked to see the amount of folks that have kind of reached out that are doing the downsizing. You know, we always knew we were going to be that young family, young couple, or just somebody getting their first home. But we've had a lot of folks that have been wanting to move back to area, be closer to grandkids or family and needed to downsize from what they were in. And that has been our last couple that we've met with. You know, that's, that's always an interesting thing. I know my parents could stand a good downsizing themselves and to get out of Jackson to boot two birds, one stone. But, you know, you get, you get a lot of that and, and you don't think about it till the kids get out. Heck, I, you know, I'm living in that house I got from you. Uh, and, and, and Mason, for, and it's a big house. I'm the only person in there. You know, in theory, I could downsize. I don't want to downsize, but I could definitely see how people do. You know, I grew up in a really big house and when me and my sister moved out, it uh, you know, that's a, that's a lot of heating and cooling for somebody, and there's a lot of house to manage, especially when the only all the bedrooms are upstairs. There's not one downstairs that they can kind of consolidate into to keep their utility bills low. Still got to run two air conditioners, even though only one bedroom upstairs is being used. You know, there's a yep. lot of money you can save when you start breaking it down like that. We've talked so much about how much time and engineering went into value engineering these floor plans, and that was one of the things that these folks just kept pointing out is. They felt like their furniture was going to work. Obviously, they got to get rid of some of it. But these these common areas of the house, the living room, kitchen, uh, the eating breakfast area, whatever that is, it, it really it flows well. Their furniture was going to fit just fine. We've got the dimensions on all those rooms. So if somebody really wants to sit down and find the perfect spot to downsize or buy their first house, I've got the tools and I've got all the, the specs to share with you, and I'd love to meet you out there. The, the coolest thing now is we still have homes that you can pick your colors in, and I know folks like to do that. Just put their little special touch on it. Yep, so how can people get in touch with you, Brad? 
Yep, my phone number, 601-832-2020. Even at the beach, give me a shout. We've got staff back at the office also, but I'm going to be taking all these calls directly. Stonebridge is my baby from start to finish. I want to walk you through there. Uh, We're also doing some mapping of the 3D touring of the home. So as soon as I get my very first one, Spit Shine, we'll have this uh, 3D tour available for you to just tour it from the comfort of your couch, and then we'll sit down and talk. Our website is ulistms.com. It's the letter U-L-I-S-T-M-S.com, and all those images will be uploaded. We're just, again, weeks away from the final product to be able to really get all that, that information pulled together. Yeah, look, man, and I kind of close it out with this. The amenities in 39042 are second to none. The only amphitheater in central Mississippi um, another huge development going in. There should be a grocery store on that side of the interstate here soon. A lot going on. You've got a brand new Planet Fitness opening up right there in Cross Gates. You've got Focus Fit. You've got plenty of gyms out there for the family. You have some full service stuff. And hey, all, you know, we haven't even mentioned the amenities out there. You've got the huge sidewalks, which I'm a big fan of. And uh, you've got the community pool and the community uh, playground and a, a community center too, right? Yep. And man, that pool was packed out more the other day. Uh, it is a great size i have sold in other neighborhoods around there where they put a little eight by ten pool and call it the neighborhood pool this thing is again the developers had their head on straight when they did this thing years ago a lot of forward thinking just to know that this neighborhood right around the school system was going to be so popular and the amenities you don't really see a package like that even in the the newest of developments right now um hey one thing to add i thought was just really cool the family i was telling you about the downsides they came into town for the James Taylor concert at the amphitheater, and that's how they ended up falling in love. So, anyway, just a really cool story behind what our city does bring to us. Man, that is awesome. And I mean, that's the whole selling point for me is the being that close to the amphitheater and for somebody to come for a concert and say, hey, man, I could get used to this. I mean, th- that's it. That That is those tax dollars that were spent on that, on that amphitheater paying dividends in more ways than one. Yeah, and they really have broadened horizon on the acts, which, you know, whether you love or hate what's been brought in, there's there's options for everybody, and I do feel like they've, they've gotten a, a wide array now. They are, and, and, and they're keeping the riffraff stuff out, and they're doing a good job, good variety from rock to country to classic rock uh, with, with James Taylor and the Doobie Brothers coming. You know, they, they are. They're doing a really, really good job. I've been to, three, I think, three shows already this season, got another – got tickets for at least another three i love being out there it is it's made it affordable to be able to go to concerts man you can't go to a concert out of town anymore i know we're trying to sell houses here not concerts but it's quality of life right and if i book if i buy a ticket to go out of town even to biloxi for concerts man you're almost talking about by the time you eat gas get a hotel room for a night or two you're talking about a thousand dollars with your concert tickets you know imagine just being able to eat at home stay at home Drive five minutes down the road. All you got to do is really just pay for your tickets and whatever uh, concessions you get there because we have those amenities here locally now. And it makes your property values go up because of those amenities. It's a win-win. It is, and I've said this before on your show. Convenience is key in my life. I've got little ones. I'm running back and forth to the school six times a day. That is what this neighborhood takes off your plate as far as a headache because you're right there, whether it be the high school, the elementary, whatever you're going to. uh, You've got that location just perfect. Love it, Brad. One more time before we get off, how can they find you? Yep, give me a shout, 601-832-2020. You text me. I know folks don't like to call. Text me. Ask me questions. I've got all the things that we can just send right back through a text, and we'll set up a time uh, that we can meet out there and give you a tour, walk down the street. I look forward to meeting everybody. Brad, appreciate it, brother.
Enjoy your Thanks, trip. Guys. Have a great week. Uh, you All right. Bye. All right. That is Brad Burleson. You list MS. Man, just get out there. If you're out and about looking for homes, I just say, hey, ride down 18. You're going to pass Brandon High School. It's going to be a right, right past Brandon High School on the right. Big neighborhood. Called, you'll see Stonebridge Elementary. That's it. It's right behind Stonebridge Elementary. Uh, just a gorgeous, gorgeous layout. The bridge is gorgeous. Um, the amenities are nice. The homes are nice. Uh, <clears throat> me and my girlfriend rode through there the other day looking at some stuff, just being nosy. I wanted to know what I was talking about, and I was really blown away by how nice this development is. And it's a few years old, and they're coming in and rede- or not redeveloping, but continuing the development on the um, where they had kind of stopped it for a little while. I met one of the, uh, the actual money guys, one of the developers the other day at a function. Super cool guy, listener of the Clay Edwards Show. So that's cool. We appreciate their support, and I really hope that we fill this neighborhood up with Clay Edwards Show and WYAB listeners. All right, let's take a break and come back and hit the culture war boots on ground. I may even have a little old-school Jackson stuff to talk about. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, real quick, man. I, you know, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Watkins Construction and Roofing. Uh, these guys basically keep me on retainer. <laughs> we may not talk a whole, whole lot about them throughout the week, every week when it's beautiful weather outside. But when you get storms coming through, we're going to make dang sure you know about Watkins Construction and Roofing, your hometown roof repair specialist. Uh, look, man, small town service, big, big time, uh, ability to get it done i'm sure there's a better way to say that than i am but but man i've known these guys for 20 years some of them for longer some of them for less i've worked with them shared a building with them i know these guys i know their families these are good folks they do really well when people go to work for them they stay there that says a lot about the company they do a great roof i ain't got to tell you that you don't you don't you ain't a business this long your name ain't all over the place if you don't put on good roofs, but I'm here to tell you what the kind of people they are. You can get a good roof from a lot of places, but who you do business with matters even more, in my opinion. All things being equal, if you listen to the Clay Edwards show, good chance you support law enforcement, you support your military, you support America, you support Mississippi. These guys do all that, man. I can't go to any of these functions that I go to and not see Watkins Construction Roofing set up, giving away free food, free drinks, whatever. that They sponsor every kind of military run or uh, Back the Blue event and all these things. Uh, charitable stuff. They're always in the midst of all of it. And it's giving back. That's I mean, that's giving back. Sponsoring little kids' ball teams. All that kind of stuff. That matters. That is a local business giving back to the community. And that's what you do. That's what you get when you do business with Watkins Construction and Roofing. I worked for the founder of the company for three years. I worked with the new guy. Well, I shared a building with Michael Deere that owns it now. These are good folks. These are your neighbors. These ain't the people that are going to be riding around, hanging out the car window, hollering at you at the end of your driveway. Hey, man, you need a roof. Like somebody did in my neighborhood to me a couple months ago. They're going to come out. They're going to do a complimentary roof inspection. No commitment required at zero cost to you. They're going to find out what's wrong with your roof. 
It may just need a couple shingles replaced. It may just have a spot that needs repaired. It may be the whole thing needs to be replaced. They'll get it figured out. They'll explain to you in detail what's going on. They'll work with your insurance companies. They'll come out. They're going to be courteous, cleanly, and professional. You ain't going to have a bunch of loud music, boom, boom, booming up on your roof. The only thing you're going to hear boom, boom, booming is a hammer swinging and, swinging and hitting a nail. Check out Watkins Construction and Roofing. You will not be disappointed. I put my word on it. WatkinsConstructionInc.com or just Google Watkins Construction and Roofing. Get the phone number, all that good stuff. Easy to find, easy to, easy to talk to. They're going to stay in communication with you the entire time. That's the overwhelming thing I see when I read their five-star reviews on Google is people constantly mention they stayed in touch with me the whole time, kept me abreast on supplies, time frame, all that. That's important. Communication is key, and Watkins Construction Roofing are the leaders in that. So, want to get that out there. A lot of storms came through. You may have some damage. If your neighbor's got damage, you may have damage. You may want to give them a call. Just get an inspection. What can it hurt? Don't cost you nothing. Maybe you find some some damage you didn't know you had. All right, let's jump back in. I want to thank Brad for calling in that last segment. Let's see here, man. Where do we want to go? You know, uh, Kingfish has got an interesting article up on um, on jacksonjambalaya.com. Looks like Greta Bully is back at it again, allegedly. Always got to throw that out there with the Democrats. They love to sue somebody. Allegedly. <laughs> it says, um, my eyes are a little blurry this morning, and this website, does not, he does not use the bold key. When he uh, does these, at least it doesn't show up on my computer. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give y'all the gist of it. Apparently, she sold a lady a house and has gone back in and uh, tried to hijack that house and have that lady evicted and use the uh, sword of her father being a constable and her law enforcement connections. Keep in mind, she's on house arrest still for the drive-by shooting of the homeless man that she got what ten years. Eight suspended, was supposed to be in jail for two, but got you two years house arrest. Anybody else would be in jail for an extended amount of time for, you know, driving by and shooting somebody twice. <laughs> well, what, two different guns, I think? I, I can't remember the whole story. It's ridiculous. But uh, diff- rules for thee, not for me. Or more like rules for me, not for thee. In, in Jackson, you know, then crime families. I recommend going and checking that out. It's a good read. It's kind of long. I, I've already read y'all more than I like reading for one show. But go over to jacksonjambalaya.com. The title is titled, Is Greta Bullying Again? You may be saying, well, Clay, who's Greta Bully? Uh, you know, her and her husband on the Bully's restaurant that y'all keep telling me is so good. <clears throat> Debatable. Anyway, check it out. It's a very interesting article. Uh, it just goes further to show that these black folks in Jackson with a little money little power, they run this town. The rule, the laws do not apply. There is no rule of law if you're black and powerful in Jackson. I mean, it just it, 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 it's mind-boggling. The evidence, if all the evidence is correct in this affidavit, this lady needs to be locked up for stealing somebody's house. Oh, man. Jack, J- Jackson, Mississippi. Whew. 
So that's why I don't talk about Jackson too much anymore. Last couple of weeks, man, I'm just, I'm Jackson out. You know, I know I've said this on this show a lot. I'm going to say it one more time. It's like Project Pat says, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. It don't matter how much dirt and corruption you try to uncover. The people having that, that corruption, the people most negatively affected by that corruption are the ones the maddest at you. No. I like being... I like being used as a pawn. No, I like being corrupted a pawn. <laughs> uh, I heard somebody else say this the other day. Maybe it was uh, RFK Jr. on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's, e- it's easy to fool a man. It's almost impossible to convince a man he's been fooled. I think it's a Mark Twain quote. Boy, if that ain't one of the realest things I've ever heard. You try to convince somebody that they've been lied to by somebody they trusted or abused or whatever. That's why this is basically the gist of why domestic violence calls are so bad for police. These folks don't want to believe the person they love, they boo-boo, done done this to them. And it's got to be somebody else's fault. There's no difference in politics. You know, we get entrenched and our side and fall in love with these politicians and we find out maybe they pulled the wool over our eyes it's hard to accept that it's hard to accept that that's why I stand toe to toe shoulder to shoulder with Donald J. Trump because he would never do that he would never do us wrong like that he ain't no Tate Reeves he ain't no George Bush Anyway, moving along, we got a new clock in the studio, and I can't always necessarily see it, so I had to focus. I mean, I think it's about time for me to accept that I need some glasses. I I, I really think that's where we're at with this thing. (laughs) About time we say we need some glasses. How about, did y'all see this, um... Let's let's stay on the LGBTQ stuff for just another minute here. Because I saw something funny yesterday. Just when I was ready to give up watching baseball. I'm kidding. I haven't watched baseball in forever. But just when I was ready to give up watching baseball, apparently I have a new favorite team. Did you know there's one team in all of baseball that does not have a pride night? And apparently they ain't going to be one. Do you know who that team is? That team is the Texas Rangers. Why am I not surprised? Texas being the torchbearer for sanity. Oh. You know, I'm disappointed it ain't the Braves. I'm not necessarily a Braves fan, but kind of disappointed it ain't the Braves. They have, have they had a pride night here at the local Brave Stadium? Did I miss that? They don't take cash there no more. It's been sucked right into the NWO cashless society. This article is on theathletic.com. I'm just going to read a little blurb of it here. This year, the Texas Rangers will have theme nights like Choctaw Casino and Resort Night, where fans who purchase a special ticket get a reimagined Corey Seager jersey 
and a Harry Potter night. They'll have community nights billed as a chance to experience global life field with others who share common interests, such as this past Friday's Abilene Christian University night or Saturday's vegan night. Let's just be honest, vegan night could be pride night. A lot of, lot of, lot of crossover there. Says uh, they will not, as 29 other teams in Major League Baseball do, host a pride night. Quote, it's ironic because we have played the Rays on their pride day and the whole message was baseball is for everyone, said one current Rangers employee. But if you're a Texas Ranger fan, <laughs> but, but not if you're a Texas Ranger fan. I mean, d- does the team have to wear rainbows for these gay folks and pride folks to, to, to feel like it's for them? All through my life, let's say when I was a kid, I didn't need a baseball team to dress up as a transformer for me to think it was for me. And not that kind of transformers, lefties. The real kind. The toys that turn into robots and cars. I didn't need I didn't need one to get out there in a Scooby-Doo outfit or a Popeye outfit and draw a little anchor on their arm like I used to every day for me to think it was for me. The game is supposed to be bigger than any of that. Whether it's baseball, football, anything. That's why they say ain't no I in team. <sighs> Continuing, the Athletics spoke to more than a dozen people, many of whom are current or recent employees of the organization, about the Rangers' decision to be the only team in Major League Baseball and the only pro sports team in the area that does not hold a pride night or recognize LGBTQ. The Cowboys have a pride night? The Cowboys? Come on, man. Jerry Jones. I'm calling Jerry later. Some including active Rangers employees who are members, of course they are, of the LGBTQ plus community, feared their jobs and livelihood in speaking out. The Athletic granted anonymity to anyone affiliated with the organization so that they could speak freely. So there's a chance that this is all completely made up, by the way. Anyway, I, I, I do have a subscription to The Athletic, but I don't have the login here, and it just popped up. the. Uh, let's see if I can log in real quick. Amazing radio, I know. Okay, there. No, I just want to log in. All right. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you all with that. The point being, why do you have to wave the flag of the enemy for the enemy to want to do business with you? Why do they have I'm not saying they ain't gay baseball fans. And I you know again, I don't care about you know talking about gay folks. My my only gripe with gay folks is y'all haven't stood up and kicked these people out of your little circle. Y'all need to get get a hold of your community and start standing up. Quit being afraid to speak up. You know, anytime somebody White and conservative becomes a racist. You tell us we silence is violence. You got to stand up against those people, and I know I dang well do. Well, I need y'all to stand up against the nut jobs in your community. You know, we ask black folks to you know stand up and mentor these kids out there in the streets and all this that and the other. You know, y'all 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 tell us we got to uh, eviscerate these racists and you know all this other stuff. 
but nobody from your community does anything. No, how about start a local chapter of gays against groomers? Just like there's a local Moms for Liberty chapter. You know, it's time to start standing up, letting folks know, hey, we ain't about this. We just want to be gay and left alone. Ain't enough of y'all. Ain't enough of y'all speaking out. I know there's a lot of you. But this is how this whole thing's going unchecked and come off the tracks. I mean, who's in charge? I thought about this last night. My mind goes weird places. Who exactly is in charge of adding letters to the alphabet soup mafia stuff? Like it was just LGB. Then it was LGBTQ. Then they had a plus and an IA and a pedo. I mean, like, when is the international meeting of alphabet soup people? When, when and where does that happen? When they decide that, the all right, it's the big year. We're going to add another letter to the alphabet. What will it be? Do they just spin a wheel like the Wheel of Fortune thing? It's got all 26 letters on it. Whatever it lands on, is that the new one? And you just make up something to go with it? Is it when they have the World Economic Forum? Is Klaus Schwab in charge of this? Is RuPaul in charge of this? Who, who is the decision maker when a new letter is added to the LGBTQ, LMNOP, BLM, IA plus pedophile abbreviation thing? Acronym. <laughs> who comes up with this stuff? We'll investigate. On the other side of this break, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone line, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Get over there and see us on Highway 471 in Brandon, Mississippi this week. Got a big week ahead. I'm going to be off this weekend, but I'll be there all five days this week, starting yesterday. Uh, we got about a dozen or so high-end quality F-150s. You know, if you're looking for something 8, 9, 10 years old, over 100,000 miles that you can save some money on without sacrificing any quality, I got you. Man, we got three or four, I think we got five platinum trim levels to choose from, some older body style, some newer body style. We got some lariats, a couple XLTs. I'm going to tell you what, I think we got like four or five with 5.0s out there right now. 5.0s are a little rare, a little harder to get your hands on. I love the 3.5 EcoBoost. It's a great motor. But you get a lot of guys, man, I got to have that 5.0. Well, I got several right now. You know, I think the most expensive one out there is 36.9, and that's by far the newest, lowest mile F-150 I got. So uh, get online, check us out, ellisautoplex.com. Hey, you guys are always asking me about F-250s. I'm sitting on three F-250s right now, all nice trucks, ranging from 39.9 to 44.9. Check them out, and I do not think you'll be disappointed. I got a white one, a silver, and a tan. Uh I think one's an XLT, the other two are laid. I could be wrong about that. Check it out on the website. We got three Toyota 4Runners right now. Two of the Pearl White Limiteds, both 2016. One's got a few more miles than the other, and one's got a third row 
and one Dutton. So the price, I think, from twenty five nine up to twenty nine nine. Then I also have a black SR five with a third row. Check it out. All of them online. Ellisautoplex.com. And of course, don't forget we buy cars too. So if you're looking to sell your car, swing by. Even if you don't sell it to us, let us put you a good number on it. Give you a shopping ticket, as we like to call it. You're going to go do business with one of the big dealerships. You want a new car? Let us tell you what yours is worth. You know, and then that way, if, you know, if they don't get right, you can come back, sell it to us, and you can still go get your new car, however you want to do it. But we'd love to earn, earn, earn your business uh, that way, too. So uh, stop by, ask for Clay, Ellis Autoplex, Highway 471, Brandon, Mississippi. And again, one more time, shop us online, ellisautoplex.com, Little Truck City out there. We got it crammed up, filled up with trucks. We are the home of the pre-owned F-150 in Rankin County. The undisputed champ champ of F-150s. All right. Let's see here, man. All right. Uh, black guys. Black guys. Y'all about to get mad at me, but don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reporting the news. I'm just reporting the news. CNN set y'all up for this one. CNN, in their virtue signaling, didn't think anybody would fact check them. And they got fact checked. Or community noted on Twitter, same thing. So let's see here. CNN tweeted, Black fathers are often portrayed as absent or distant. But that isn't what most people experience, according to both data and black dads themselves. Such bias portrayals are often based on who's telling the story. (laughs) And readers added context that they thought people might want to know. Percentage of children living absent their biological fathers. Black children, 64%. Hispanic children, 42%. White children, 24%. Asian children, 16%. Now, you know the only surprising number there? The only surprising number there is that there's 16% of absent Asian fathers. There's a, There's got to be, me and Sean were talking about this yesterday, there's got to be a catch to that. They must be enslaved, making Nikes, or something. Or they, they got killed by, by the communist regime. I just don't think that... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to use any typical Asian names and get in trouble. I just don't think uh, random Asian women getting knocked up and abandoned. And for the guy to run back off and do whatever you do in China. Or Asia. Japan. All them places. I just, I, I'm having a mental picture of this. And it just, it doesn't make sense to me. I need to know, I need to understand the data behind the numbers. Why are 16% of Asian men absent from their children's lives? Are they dead? I mean, what's the deal? Because, I mean, I'm going to tell you what, the nuclear family, maybe it's not fair to call Asian people the nuclear family. They they have quite the history with nuclear. But what we call the nuclear family here in America Asians always have the father in, in the home. I've never met an Asian who didn't have the father in the home. Ever. 
not if uh, the mother was also Asian. I didn't know this couple. I didn't know this brother and sister who lived with their mom who was white, but their dad was Asian or vice versa. Anyway, the mixed couple, mixed uh, kids there. Um, anyway, I find that number a little a little weird. I want to understand why 16% of Asians don't live with their biological father. Um, the white and Hispanic, not, you know, not surprising. Man, but black, dude, that's strong, 64%. So that's, I mean, that's well over half. Well over half. Almost 75%. What's that, a good 65%? Yeah, 64%. 64% do not live with their biological fathers. Anyway, sorry, black guys. CNN set you up. You knew somebody was going to fact check you. And uh, they did. They did. See, oh, man, what a bad way to get got. That's embarrassing. What? See, I would never do that to you. I would never set you up to fail. But CNN and all their virtue could have at least fact-checked themselves before they did that to you. All right, let's shift gears a little bit here. You know, man, we talk a lot about the Budweiser stuff on this show. I find it wildly interesting, just from a business standpoint, John Taffer with Bar Rescue has chimed in. And uh, he was on Varney and Company yesterday on Fox Business. And uh, I didn't quite realize that John Taffer was so based. Check this out. Bar Rescue host John Taffer joins me now. Now, I, I'm really, John, I got to tell you, I'm really surprised to hear, uh, first of all, I'm surprised, actually, that this Bud Light boycott has lasted so long. Are you? Uh, actually not, Stuart. You know, beer brands and people's connection to their beer is, a, is an identifier of your personality. It's a personal thing, almost emotional. People connect with these brands very heavily. Yep. In their view, the brand slapped them in the face. It's almost like a spouse disappointing you in some way it's emotional stores have reduced shelf space for the brand Stuart. distributors haven't reduced warehouse space they've reduced order numbers this is not disappearing anytime soon all of the uh, uh, distribution mechanisms around bud light have all been reduced to adjust to current levels John, uh, it's it's do, forever do, do you want to do a bud light rescue do you have anything in mind that would rescue bud light I think that they need to go back to being a great American brand. And I think they need to stand for American values, which is what they did all these years, Stuart. Okay. And, you know, Budweiser, at the end of Prohibition, that those Clydesdales took the first keg to the White House. Yeah. I think they need to go back to those kind of roots. I, as I was starting out this interview, I was saying I was surprised. Well, I am surprised at you, actually, because you're suggesting that small businesses go ask the government for help. That's not like you, John. All right, I'm not going to play that part. We got some breaking news. Save Jackson, breaking news on WYAB, the Clay Edwards Show. Hunter Biden has pled guilty in federal tax and gun case. This is huge. Says, uh... Also, Hunter Biden charged with failing to pay federal income tax and illegally having a weapon and uh, apparently tax evasion. Uh, this is on WLBT. It's the first place I pulled up. Washington, AP. President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, has been charged with failing to pay federal income tax and illegally 
possessing a weapon and has reached an agreement with the Justice Department, according to a letter filed at the U.S. District Court in Delaware. As part of the agreement made public Tuesday, Hunter Biden will plead guilty to misdemeanor tax offenses and is expected to reach an agreement with the prosecutor on the felony charge of illegally possessing a farm as, as a drug user. It is somewhat unusual to resolve a federal criminal case at the same time the charges are filed in court, though it's not totally unheard of. A deal ends a long-running Justice Department investigation into Biden's second son, who has acknowledged struggling with addiction following blah, 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 blah. Uh, Hunter Biden pleads guilty on several things. I'm sure he will not spend so much as a night in jail. So we shall see. <laughs> Sean says Hunter and Tucker co-host the show on Twitter. That would be fire. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back and land the plane for the day. Hey, I'm going to be here for a whole nother hour. Uh, co-host and Grow Your Know today with Kelly Williams of Kelly's Green. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back to close out the second hour of the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Hey, guys, y'all get out to Guns and Gear. They're back open today. And buy a gun. <laughs> get some ammo. Home of no limit ammo. But, hey, man, there's so much more. You know they buy your guns, too. Uh, whether you're trading it in or just in a pinch and need some cash. It's vacation time. You know us men, we don't save money. We sell things when we need cash. Guns and Gear will take your gun off your hands at fair market value. So get out there see them. No point in having to go to a pawn shop or anything like that or deal with crazy people on Craigslist and Marketplace and you ain't even supposed to sell guns there to begin with. Just take it out there to Guns and Gear. Let them get you taken care of. It's the home of no limit ammo. Shop them online, Guns and Gear MS, or go see them in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. That's Guns and Gear, home of No Limit Ammo. But they also do Cerakoting and gunsmithing as well. So uh, whether it's accessories, guns, uh, Cerakoting, or gunsmithing, they got you taken care of. One-stop shop. Hey, real quick, great show today. Again, breaking news on Hunter Biden. That just broke there. Everybody be all over that today. Stay right here at WYAB for all that. Uh, this Saturday, a big protest. This was uh, Pastor Frank Hornsby, who just passed away, was initially leading this. Uh, unfortunately, he passed, but they are still going to do it. This Saturday, Target in Flowood. I'm reading the quote here. Express your God-given First Amendment right and join us Saturday, June 24th at 4 p.m. Rain or shine, let Target know we do not approve of them subjecting our children to explicit material. This will be a peaceful protest in the parking lot please bring your signs and banners flowwood target this saturday i will see you guys later this is clay edwards coming up next another hour of me with kelly williams grow your note thanks for listening tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m as the clay edwards show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of jackson this concludes our broadcast day right here on 103.9 wyab